let's get into voice in healthcare. The on-demand healthcare apps brought revolution to healthcare, granting fast access. I remember my first memory was Doctor on Demand on Dr. Phil. And then a couple of years ago, actually, I was in the same room. I, I know the founder of the healthcare on demand here in Sweden called Kry. And in the book, you talk about the voice technology is the next transformation. You talk about the healthcare experience, the right healthcare at the right time, at the right place. How is this happening as we speak and how would it look in the future? Yeah, so that's a, that's also a really great question. So this kind of gets into the idea of the, the healthcare journey a little bit. My, my experience with the Canadian healthcare system is different than yours would be and different than somebody else in the United States or, or, or just based on their healthcare systems. But one of the big issues, at least that I've seen in my experience, is because we have a, a public healthcare system, which is which is fantastic, there's also a lot of pressure on the system. The, the, like the healthcare workers are extremely overworked. There's lineups, there's waiting lists to get in to see the doctors. Um, and so one of the things that I'm very optimistic about with voice technology is it's going to help patients get the right care at the right time in the right place. So let me just explain a little bit what I mean by that. So I imagine a future where the patient is not gonna be waiting in line to see a doctor for so long they're gonna be at home and they're gonna be talking to a smart speaker, to a smart assistant. And that is gonna be the entry point into the healthcare system. And so that's gonna be, when I say like the right care, they're gonna to start to be able to interact with the device and start to get some medical care by just by having a conversation. It's not gonna be everything for sure, like don't get me wrong, but it's gonna be a, an entry point uh, at the right time. So it's gonna be, you know, if somebody has a concern, they'll be able to have that conversation immediately as opposed to waiting in line to see a doctor um, and at the right place. This is going to be in their home. So they actually don't have to go anywhere and it creates a decentralized healthcare system. So now all of a sudden the patient's not feeling well, they just talk to their smart speaker when they need it, uh, you know, in their home and getting some of the care they need right away. And I think that's going to be one of the things that we're going to see is going to start to revolutionize the way people access healthcare. Hmm, interesting. But with new technology, though, comes new challenges. Wouldn't people start to be concerned and ask questions around their privacy, security, data ownership around their healthcare information? So how is the voice community talking about solving this? Yeah, that's a really, really important question. And I'll be honest, I mean, there's no complete answer at this point. This is something that people are, are thinking about and, and discussing as, as we speak. Um, so there's a couple of ways to think about this. The, the first is, um, there's many ways to think about this. Um, one of the uh, one of the ways is first of all, making sure that yeah, patients' data is, is protected, personal health information. And that's gonna come down to the creators of these platforms and these voice applications to prove to patients that they are, you know, respecting the data and it's not going to be, to be shared. Um, and it's going to, as with anything else, you know, if consumers, patients are not happy with that, they're not gonna use it, right? However, what I will say, the other side, the flip side to that, is that I believe that there's gonna be such a, a, a convenience factor of using these devices in the home that patients perhaps will be more willing to give up some of that security and the privacy to be able to use the technology. And I'll give you an example, like something that we've seen over the past year, even with COVID, is that um, you know prior prior to 
the onset of COVID, I was in my clinic every day seeing patients. Since COVID, we've we've changed our model a little bit that I actually work from home now uh, a number of days a week. And I interact with my with my patients through phone or through video conferencing. Now that certainly is less secure than having a patient come into my office, closing the door and having a private conversation. But patients love that experience, the, the video conferencing, because they don't have to leave their home. They're getting it in the right place uh, at the right time. And so that is giving up some privacy and security because, I mean, you know, theoretically, that could be hacked and somebody could access their conversation. But patients don't care because they like that experience. Is it, that so, is it that they don't care or is it that they're not aware of it, that these devices do save it and things like that? Like before, we didn't know that what Facebook did with all the pictures and suddenly your picture could end up uh, you know, on a billboard or something. That's a lucky. That would be nice for me. But um, you know what I mean? It's just like there, there's two ways of seeing it. One is, do, are people aware of it? And yep. what are the data being used for? I mean, I'm for science, right? I think the voice technology and can help gather more data to understand yep. more about the human and the diseases maybe and so on. But at the same time, as long as from my perspective is not used to sell thing on me or in terms of marketing. So it becomes like a guerrilla marketing. Yeah, it's a, it's a good point. And, 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 you know, I'm sure that both scenarios exist. Some patients probably are not aware. Um, but also, th I think that some patients are aware, but they but they would prefer to use use the convenience. Another example is, you know, with, with a mobile phone, right? I've got my phone here, and this phone knows everything about me, right? It's got my emails, it's got my GPS yep. locations, photos, you name it, it even right? listens it was, to you even listens and it listens to you. it's got a voice yeah. assistant built in right yeah. so this actually knows much more than a stationary voice assistant would hmm. and yet how many people do you know would say i'm concerned about the security and the privacy so i'm going to throw my phone away good one no good right? one <laughs> so so i think when people realize the convenience of what is available with the technology you know, in this, like, do people say, I don't care? Or is it that they're not aware? I think most people in this case would say, I don't care because it's so convenient for me. Mm -hmm. But there probably are some people that don't know as well. So mm -hmm. that's how I kind of view the, the where we're going with voice. But having said that, like I said at the beginning, it, it's really important that the companies that are behind this are going to have some sort of transparency about what's happening with the data for sure.